Hello, and welcome to another Ram Dazzly Do episode <laughs> of We Only Look Thin. I am Donald Weigel. And I am Catherine Weigel. The lovely and talented Catherine Weigel. The lovely and talented and down on the scale Catherine Weigel. Oh, down on the scale Catherine down Weigel. Down on the scale. Yeah. I'm still a couple pounds away from my before Christmas weight, but I have seen some progress based on hard facts, changes, modifications, uh, tough talk, tough love, uh, tough chicken. Lots of, lots of toughness. Tough things. Yeah, lots of yeah. tough things. Yeah. Um, well, I have to admit something right now. I had no idea what I was going to call this episode, and Ram Dazzly Do just kind of <laughs> came out. Well, maybe that's what our new t-shirts will say. <laughs> so, Ram Dazzly Do your way to weight loss. I'm not sure this will be a Ram Dazzly Do episode, but we're going to try our best. We are. Uh, a little later on, we're going to hear from Kate, a little check-in with Kate. We're going to see what she's doing, um, what she's up to, what she's down to, um, what the uh, what the hap is, what the sitch is. Donald has a lot of uh, <laughs> <laughs> word, adjectives Word words. on the street is, yes. uh, we're going to talk to Kate later, and uh, it's going to be great. But before then, we are going to talk a little bit about how we are doing. Uh, just because we have a weight loss podcast, just because we're inspiring, doesn't mean we don't struggle like normal humans. Yes, normal humans, so, like I pretend to be. So as uh, many of our listeners out there in TV land know, Donald works in the film business, in the do. TV business, yes. in the business of show. And that means really long hours. The and, biz, as my parents think we all call it. And uh, there are many food attunities. And there's also a lot of opportunity to sit at a desk for 15 to 17 hours a day. And uh, Yeah, on Friday, uh, this is Sunday right now, I, re- I worked a 16-hour day. I got to work at 10.30 in the morning. I was there till 2.30, got home about 3 a.m. Yeah, and... Uh, for anyone who works shift work, for anyone with an unusual schedule, uh, the vampires out there in the audience who might work late, uh, Donald has been, would you say struggling, or do you just think you, you're kind of off sync? What what kind of positive spin could we put on your current situation? I'd like to say struggling. Struggling. <laughs> let's just call it yeah, what it is. Yeah, let's just uh, go out struggle there Struggle bus party of one. Struggling. Here's the captain yeah. of the struggle bus. And uh, yeah, a lot of lot of issues with being really solid all day, and then at you know two a.m. just sort of losing my willpower, um, passing up on lots of delicious things all day, and feeling really good about it, and then just like losing it at uh, two in the morning. Yeah, and I think it speaks to you know you're very structured, and you're um, you're very good at timing yourself in terms of eating, which is something that I've started doing. Not timing how long it takes to eat something like a contest, but spacing out your food in such a way that you... Yeah, like typically I'll I'll eat lunch at one o'clock and then I will have a snack at three and a snack at four and a snack at five and his a snack foursies, at six. His fivesies, his sixies. <laughs> and then I will try and eat dinner between 7.30 and 8.00. Um, and, uh, then try to be in bed by 10 or 1030. And this plan worked fantastically for a long time. Yeah. But now you're staying up a lot later. Now I'm staying and up been, much later. So it, that also cycles into then sleeping in later and then not being able to do our morning walks. So I haven't been doing our morning walks. 
uh, because he's not doing our morning walks. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of thrown us all off. We usually do them at, you know, five in the morning and uh, walking around by yourself at five in the morning is not quite as safe as walking. With banditos. Yeah. Banditos and uh, brigands. And roustabouts. Low men about. <laughs> um so we are kind of out of sync right now. I know, you know, if you listen to a few episodes ago, we we're like, just do it. Just do it. Just make your life work. And sometimes... Uh, <laughs> Is that what we sounded like? Uh, yes, that's what we sound like. We're preachy and we're perfect. Wow. Uh, but we're not preachy and perfect. No, no. far from it. So um, I have been trying a lot of different things. I've been uh, trying to spread out my calories, uh, save some heartier things for later. Uh, one thing I've learned that I, I have to do is not eat dessert until like right before I'm going to go to bed. Because the second I eat something desserty or treaty, um, it's, it, you know, it's on. It's, uh, it's all over. Well, and I think it, you know, we were actually talking about this as human people this morning, kind of, you know, you've got a few more months left on the show and you're going, you know, it, we all wait for those perfect days. Like, well, if I can just get into, you know, get my hours settled or if, or if it's not as busy or if it's that, you know, if, if my lifestyle can change a little bit, then I can go back to my normal habits. But it sounds like this schedule is probably going to go on for another few months. Yeah, so. I mean, this is this is life, and so I've got to figure this out. And, you know, I I haven't been doing terribly. I uh, I was up about two pounds on the scale a week ago, and I, I knocked it back off this past week. I'm still about three pounds heavier than I was at my lowest weight, but... Uh, well, and you're still... Uh, can we talk about where you are on the BMI scale, or do you not want to talk about that? <laughs> Well, depends on how you look at it. Like, I, I went to my doctor uh, cheers and earlier cheers. in the week to get a follow-up. I was diagnosed with diabetes uh, two years ago, which is, you know, largely what prompted me to get on this in the first place. And, um, you know, the my blood work and my numbers all look good. And my doctor looked, and I was down uh, about seven or eight pounds from the last time I had seen him, which was back in October. And he was he was very cool, but then he looked at the BMI and he's like, "Well, your BMI technically you're still in the overweight category." It's <laughs> like, how much? What do I have to do? Shark attack! Yeah, let's go shark back to attack. the old let's norms. Let's go back to that. So you know, he was uh, he was saying that I I was probably fine, not losing any more weight, but that if I wanted to, you know, if I wanted to lose about three more, that would probably knock me back down. That would knock me into the upper end of normal. <laughs> and That's I, the name of his autobiography. <laughs> I went from a size 38 pant to a size 30 pant, and still I'm in the overweight category. Yeah, it's really not fair, those charts and calendars and gauges. It, uh, it definitely messes with your head, but... Um... So what are you, what is your plan for these late nights moving forward? Do you have a plan? We haven't actually talked about this. Well, it's, you know, I implemented it last week and it, it actually went fairly well. It's like, I just, I just sort of recapped it. It's, you know, saving calories for later, trying to eat more low calorie things. Um, I know it's not everybody's uh, cup of tea, but uh, cups of tea actually, very, <laughs> actually, very filling. actually help. Um, and, Things like pickles and uh, eating more vegetables late at night. Things that have very low calorie. Um, and then late night pickles. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just imagine 
imagine someone luxuriating with like into the microphone, luxuriating with late night pickles. Oh my god, that's terrible. <laughs> we just lost all of our listenership. No, but you know, I I had typically when I know I can go to bed around nine thirty ten o'clock, I um I will. I will save, you know, a few hundred calories at the end of the day to for treats, dessert and, and chips and that sort of thing. And and so I just really can't do that. Um, I have to eat, you know, things that are, make me more full, things that keep me from going off the deep end. And it seems to uh, it seems to work a lot better. Well, and I think for our listeners out there, uh, I think it is really important to know yourself and know when you're hungry, when you get triggered. Um, I know Donald waits to eat anything until about one o'clock each day. And uh, that is not something that I can comfortably do. So knowing, you know, where your hunger triggers are, do you need to save extra calories for later in the evening when you feel more snacky? Um, I think it, uh, it really helps to kind of know what you do on weekdays versus weekends and how you kind of balance out your, um, your calorie intake. Cause I definitely like, I end my day with a pint of Halo Top. That's what I do. And everything else that happens before that is just gravy, low-calorie gravy. For those that don't know, um, Halo Top is a, a low-calorie ice cream that is magical. It I is don't magical. know how they do it. And we just found uh, blueberry crumble as a flavor. Blueberry crumble. That sounds way better than late-night pickle. I am so excited. <laughs> I'm ridiculously excited. Move over, late-night pickle. <laughs> There's a blueberry it's... crumble in town. <laughs> Do you think Halo Top has a late night pickle flavor? <laughs> uh, maybe that's on the left on the on the. I'm going to write in and suggest that they do it, but it's 360 calories for the entire pint of Halo Top. Yeah, and we're actually going to do uh, an episode about delicious things that you can eat. Uh, yes, I won't spoil the title of it because that's the whole reason we came up with. The <laughs> we came episode. up with the title first, and then we had to come up with that's the topic what we do. To fill it we in. just come yeah. up with that. Like we only look thin, and that was at three hundred pounds, and then we decided, oh, yeah. you know what? If we lose one hundred and fifty-five pounds, yeah, and then we're not fixed, and we still want to eat all the food, and we're still struggling. Like, yeah, yeah. We are. then. Uh... <laughs> the look on your face i'm just stuck um, on late night pickles but uh grandma grandma business have your pickle oh my god that sounds terrible yeah it does all right anyway so um the point here is that uh that it's all a process and that you have to keep keep going and there is no finish line as we're we're apt to say yeah and we Unfortunately, and I, I don't know if we do it just for uh, our audience or if we really do it, but I feel like we are good at holding one another accountable, um, mostly for the dramatic effect of the podcast. But this morning, <laughs> Donald uh, called me once again on my not hitting my step goal, which, again, I did not really appreciate. <laughs> Well, it's like the reason I the reason we haven't been doing our morning walks necessarily is because I've been at work till two or three and then, um, you know, I'll get up and do a walk before work. Um, but she's already working or sometimes like like tomorrow I have to be at work at 7 a.m. So we're not going to get up at three to do our walk because that would be a little crazy. That's a little crazy. Um, and uh, so I said, but why aren't you doing your walk? And I uh I paced myself. I, I measured my words. Um, but I think it is easy to erode good habits. Uh, and I have been eroding. Um, 
I think that, you know, and I actually did have to think about it. Like, why am I not? Okay, well, I'm sleeping in a little bit later and I'm not getting to bed at the time that I said I was going to. And I haven't been using the rebounder in the morning. But um, my work, uh, my my real daytime America job uh, is, is busy. I do work from home. But um, we're also doing an accountability group. And I find that I am spending a lot of time answering questions there and posting uh, for that group. And I'm realizing that I'm not really, uh, doing a great job of time management right now. Um, well, you are doing a great job of keeping up with the accountability group. I do as much as, as six minutes a day of, of, <laughs> of liking, liking posts. Yeah, liking posts. <laughs> um, but you know, when you take on more without considering how it's going to affect your time, uh, you know, I, I definitely have been giving more time to that, which has been amazing and wonderful, and I absolutely love it. But I'm not, you know, typing on the internet while rebounding. So I've been sitting more. Um, I'm still averaging probably about 13,000 steps a day instead of my 19,000 steps a day. So I'm not sitting all the time. But it really actually gave me pause to think, you know, okay, well, I'm not getting as many steps. Why is that? And I really do think that my time management is an issue right now, and I need to focus on that. And it affects everything else. It affects parenting. It affects, you know, house stuff, my my day job. Um, but also with my lowered step count, and I think I had kind of talked about this, uh, was that I have been telling myself for months and months and months that I lose weight at a certain calorie deficit. And I know we already talked about uh, in the secret episode um, that I had to uh, really kind of get a handle on what I was telling myself about my calories. And it turns out I was lying about my calorie deficit working because I had kind of stalled out and I wasn't losing weight. And so um, thanks to my friend Cindy for calling me out, I actually reduced my calorie deficit. Thanks, Cindy. Or increased it. Increase my deficit, decrease my calories. And uh, so I am, uh, I, I decreased it by 200 calories a day. That is mostly Halo Top related calories. <laughs> it's not like my nutrition is going down because it's mostly sweets uh, that I've that I've, I've set aside. So, um, but in the last two weeks, I've stayed at my lower deficit and I'm get, getting fewer steps, but it's commensurate with my activity. And I am down on the scale. Um, I think from last month, I'm down like seven pounds or so. Yeah, that's amazing. And uh, you bought some new uh, ladies travel pants today. I bought ladies travel pants in a, a size that is very much something I'm not used to in my life. I don't and think- And they look great. I don't think <laughs> nice ladies travel nice pants. Nice ladies travel pants. <laughs> and you know with a name like travel pants, it's got to be good. I heard that ladies travel pants and late night pickle were playing the troubadour <laughs> this weekend. Uh, it's a great double bill. Anyway, so I had been stalled out for a while and it felt really good to uh, be maintaining a deficit in our accountability group. We're doing check-ins for, uh, for our habits and it, I think it's really helping me kind of stay on track. And it turns out I do need to eat less if I'm moving less. So it's not, you know, major rocket science, but I think uh, just telling myself that, uh, you know, or I should say believing that I could lose at a higher calorie deficit was just a belief. It wasn't the facts. So now I'm smaller and I'm not moving as much and I uh, need to eat less. So, but I'm still going to eat a whole pint of yellow top. <laughs> that's, that's still happening. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely happening. 
Well, um, I think uh, that's enough of uh, these shenanigans. Let's get on to the further shenanigans shenanigans of uh, checking in with Kate. Yeah, and, you know, thanks again so much to everyone for the support of uh, following Kate's journey. Uh, We really are all in this together, and uh, so hopefully... You know, Kate's message, as you will hear for moving forward, it's very inspirational and it's measured and it's not insane and crazy and there are no wraps and there's no frat, fat freezing and there's no uh, shark attacks. Just live in life a little cleaner, a little more aware than before. Spoiler alert. So, All right. Um, so uh, without any further ado, which we're good at ado, um, let's, uh, let's talk to Kate. Great. Hello. We are here with Kate. Hello, Kate. Hello. How are you? We are the uh, only look thin players or something. (laughs) And we are here to get caught up on your exciting and perfect impeccable journey. Yeah. Just um, like ours. Yeah. So uh, everything is fixed and solved and uh, you've conquered everything. That's what I heard. Yep. Done. Finished. Awesome. Check it off. Fantastic. Right. Well, that, that about wraps it up. Bye-bye. No. Uh. So um, you are uh, you are five weeks into this, I believe. I, I was not a math major, but I, I believe uh, five weeks in now since the first time we talked to you. And uh, how's it going? It's going really, really well. Um, I am feeling great. The habits that I started at the beginning, I'm really still continuing. And... Well, I wouldn't say that they're simple at this point. They're certainly a whole lot easier than they were week one in terms of being my everyday go-to habits. Oh, that's fantastic. And I know your uh, your mother's wedding was, uh, was imminent when we spoke to you the last time. How did that go? It went really, really well. Um, I did end up eating some sugar and then I just jumped right back on it. So the wedding was on Saturday. The rehearsal was on Friday. At both the rehearsal and the wedding, I had some sugar, but I didn't go crazy. I didn't leave either of them stuffed. I danced all night at the wedding. And on Sunday, I just got myself right back on track. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Well, and can you talk a little bit about um, having, I know you didn't just like show up with a box of CNH sugar. Like I know there were some sweets and treats that you enjoyed, but I know in your plan, you had talked about abstaining and uh, life happens and we make choices and we have circumstances and we, uh, we work through them. So can you talk a little bit about what your expectation was for enjoying some treats and, and how that played out for you in more detail? Yeah, I think that my expectation going into it, I left things a little bit open in terms of if there was a treat that felt truly special and worth it to me, I would have that as this one planned occasion. However, um, I ended up being a little more emotional than I thought I would be on Friday. Um, My mom is also moving out of the house that I grew up in. And when I left for the last time, very emotional about that. So we got to the hotel, checked in, I opened the welcome bag. There were little bags of mini Oreos. And basically in this span, it took me to take a breath. I had eaten two of those little bags of Oreos. Um, And I wasn't doing that because Oreos are a special treat that I really wanted to have. I was obviously eating because of my feelings. um, And I recognized it. 
actually sent Catherine a little SOS help. I'm eating my feelings text and then got myself back on track. And the rest of the time, things that I had were special treats. Um, And at the end of the weekend, when I really thought about it and added up the calories, it wasn't crazy. And even those Oreos, I think the, the two little bags maybe came to around 300 calories. So from a calorie perspective, it wasn't bad. It was more just that I wasn't being mindful and that I was trying to eat to solve my feelings. Yes. No. And I, I, I was thinking about you uh, that weekend and I, I saw that you had posted something about the house and leaving the house for the last time. And, you know, I, emotions have played a very big part in my last 40 plus years. <laughs> um, and, you know, I saw you post that and you reached out and I was really grateful that you, you know, let me know what was going on. And, you know, I don't think emotions are taken into account in a lot of programs. You know, people tell you, eat this, don't eat that, here's your food plan. But really understanding the role that emotions play in our choice to eat. I know I was an emotional eater um, and still have to check myself on emotions um, because it's huge. It's a big life change. It's a big life shift. And um, I was just grateful that you reached out and kind of expressed how you were feeling through it. And um and we're able to work through it and realize that 300 calories wasn't a reason to, you know, burn all the bridges. So, yeah, and I, I'm proud of you for getting right back on it. You know, so you did that at the wedding and you had your special treats. And then uh, what did you do the next day? I got right back to what I've been doing, which is drinking a lot of water, not eating sugar and being really mindful when I do eat. Um, one thing that's been interesting that wasn't an intentional plan, but it's just happened is that I don't really snack anymore. I eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> Sorry. That was, I, I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. This is, this is, yeah, this is like science. Right some now. sort of alien has taken over your body and I don't, it's, it's, it, it sounded like you said you don't snack. What, what is that like? I, we, I think we're having a connection issue here because that yeah. is what it sounded like to me yeah. as well. All right. All right. All right. So no, tell us us about you. We'll we'll be quiet. So you're not snacking as much. No, I'm really not snacking at all. Um, And part of that is for me, my go-to snacks have always been the sugary treats, which I'm not eating, but I also have really been focusing on thinking about if I'm hungry. Um, I heard Elizabeth Benton from Primal Potential shared a quote that was, um, if that was food is the solution, if hunger is the problem, And if hunger is not the problem, then food is not the solution. Um, And I might have gotten that a little bit wrong, but that's definitely the gist of it. And I've really been thinking about it a lot since I've heard that. When I want to eat, I think, am I actually hungry? And a lot of the time I'm realizing I'm not. I'm bored or I see food that looks tasty. And then I think, you know what, I'll wait and I'll eat when I'm hungry. And what that's really turned into is I'm eating a good breakfast, a great lunch, a great dinner. And then when dinner's done, I'm done. So I'm not snacking, which has been really a big change for me. And you think that keeping away from the sugar has really been a, a key feature of that too? Yeah, definitely. Because I think when I eat sugar, you get that immediate rush from it and then you get the crash. And in that crash, my body always says like, sugar again, sugar again. Whereas now when I'm not eating that, I think I'm more consistently staying full between meals and not having that desire for the energy from food. Yeah. 
Yeah, that sounds great. And I, I love that quote. I need to get it tattooed somewhere. I can see it every time I'm reaching for something. You already have a giant flaming eagle on your back. Where are you going to put the that quote? I don't know where I'll, room I'll put it in the eagle's talons. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we actually have a, a question from one of our accountability group. From members. the interweb? From the interwebs. So uh, Chris would like to know if uh, taking sugar out of your diet has helped with your cravings and weight loss, which it sounds like it has. Um, And she wants to know if you are adding it back in mindfully or if you have a plan to add it in mindfully in the future or is abstaining still your uh, method of choice? Um, For now, I'm still abstaining. I'm not saying for the rest of time always I will never have sugar because I know that that's not realistic. I think eventually I will probably add it back in mindfully. I'm not at that point now. And I think the key for me when I do add it back in is that it's going to be pre-planned ahead of time for something that's worth it to me. Not I grab what comes into the office because I see that it's there or spur of the moment I'm hungry and I'm at the store so I can buy all the candy at the checkout register. It's going to be an intentional choice planned ahead of something that's worth it when I do add it back in. Well, and I think that is some PhD level advanced thinking there, because as I've made it very clear, I don't make any good choices at the counter day of, uh, in the moment after 8 p.m. Planning in advance has really helped me uh, stay on track. And I recognize those moments where I'm making those impulsive choices, those Oreo choices, um, because they still Mm -hmm. come up from time to time. Yeah. And I, I gave up sugar for uh, about a year and a half and then, you know, mindfully added it in. And I still, I, I know this, this sounds crazy maybe, but still like anything with sugar in it is such an extra treat for me right now that it, it almost made those sugary things better not having it for that long. Like I get excited about apple slices now, it's which, kind is, of the which is crazy. Old man excited about apples. <laughs> <laughs> podcast they're crunchy yeah. and sweet everybody they're, they're it's nature's oreo 140 grams of apple slices <laughs> eight calories all it's right amazing all right, all right are you uh speaking of, of apple slices are you eating a lot of fruit right now or are you uh sticking more with veggies and protein um i'm not intentionally not eating fruit but I really haven't been having as much. I did intentionally stop having fruit with my breakfast because I was trying to have a breakfast that's more focused on protein and fat and not breaking my fast with anything sugary. Yeah. Uh, but I certainly am not ruling out sh- um, fruit. And I'm also still eating sauces or dressings that might have sugar in them. For me, the challenge has always been more the like true cookies and candies, those types of sugar. Yeah, my ketchup habit did not get me to 300 pounds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I understand. So, um, so what is coming up for you uh, in the next couple of weeks? Do you see any challenges coming your way? Any events that might be something that you need to be extra mindful of? So in two weeks, I'm going away for a long weekend to visit one of my best friends and her family. Um, but She's super supportive and also understands and eats generally very healthy. So I'm not too concerned about it. I mean, there are more temptations anytime, you know, mixing things up outside of the regular 
environment and setting. Um, and we probably will do a little bit more eating out. But honestly, I'm just planning to go into it uh, following my plan, still journaling, still drinking a lot of water, still not eating sugar. Um, and I fully expect to come out of that weekend feeling great about my choices. That's, awesome. that's great. And you had mentioned to us um, in the past that, you know, it was about this time, five, six, six weeks into a plan that, that a lot of times you would uh, give up. How are you feeling this time? I'm really feeling great. I was just thinking about that this morning. And I think the difference is in the past when I want to stop around this point, I've normally been doing something that's much more restrictive. And I think the combination of following a plan that doesn't feel restrictive at all, and also having that we only look in accountability group and checking in every day has really made it so... I, I don't feel like I'm restricting myself. I don't feel any desire to stop what I'm doing. I want to keep going and keep seeing great results. Well, yeah, I, I love that. And I particularly like how you plugged our show. Well, and I know too. <laughs> I know too, though. So you've, you've quit quitting. So you are a quitter of sorts, if you look at it that way. Mm. But um, how do you feel? You know, I know we've been in accountability groups together for the last, uh, you know, at least year and a half. Um, I know you had retreated from accountability when uh, you were uh, retreating back into bad habits. I know you're in the We Only Look Thin group. I know you're in Half Size Me, and I know you're also following um, Primal Potential. How do you feel like your participation in those groups um, uh, plays a part in your uh, your success over the last little while? Yeah, I think, um, like you said, I retreated when I wasn't doing it and I'm sort of doing the reverse where I am on track. And so I'm very much there uh, participating, commenting, posting, um, probably commenting a little bit more than posting, but I think seeing everyone else's successes and also their struggles helps me on the day-to-day basis. When I was really struggling, I stayed in the half size me group, but I'll be honest that i barely even read what was happening there because I just wasn't in a place to focus on that myself. And now that I am, um, I'm finding those groups and other people who are on a similar struggle, similar path is really helpful to me to see that every day. Yeah, that's, that's great. And I really appreciate it. Um, uh, Appreciate that point of view. And uh, I think uh, accountability is something I need to get more involved with myself. <laughs> We've got the We Only Look Thing group. He makes, he's like the, the computer guy. He makes it all happen. Like we would not be having a podcast if it wasn't for him. So I'm the, uh, I'm the accountability gal. And he actually is the robot behind it all that makes it all work. The great grandma business robot. You're my accountability buddy. Yeah, we're buddies. Uh, uh, so, okay, now it's time for the, the big reveal. Uh, last week, or la- not last week, last time we talked to you, um, you, you said you were down eight pounds. Have you gotten on the scale since then? I have. And at this point, I am now down 12 pounds from where I started. Wow. 12 pounds in five weeks. That's, that's wonderful. And it, you said it's been pretty effortless. You don't feel like quitting. <laughs> effortless? I don't know about that. <laughs> well, she doesn't feel like quitting, which is great. I don't know if it Look, was effortless. Look, I hear what works for me. Yeah, I hear what right. I want to hear. It was effortless. And uh, <laughs> she didn't have to do much. So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I appreciate your difficult, hard accomplishment, which you have... Uh, no, and I, 
you know, I know we had talked about, uh, you know, the six week mark kind of being the tough mark. And I know that for me and for, for our listeners out there, there's that honeymoon period where you feel like you're eye of the tiger and everything is in control and, um, you know, getting past that point and just saying that there is no finish line, you're just moving forward. And even after the, can we call it the, the Oreo experience or the, uh, whatever, like Oreo gate, Oreo gate. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, one thing that I think is really important is that like 300 calories of Oreos is not reason enough to give up your goals and your, um, you know, your focus. And in the past, I know I would have had an indulgent weekend or I would have called it a cheat weekend or something like that and make it sound more salacious. Um, and I would have given up and I gave up my way from 200 pounds to 300 pounds by just quitting whenever I, things weren't going my way. So uh, I'm, I'm really grateful that you were able to push past uh, that little indulgence and enjoy your weekend with your family. And uh, it sounds like you've got a plan in place for the your next uh, exciting, thrilling weekend. So uh, we're excited to keep going with yeah, you. Yeah. And, and in, you know, all sincerity, your, um, your success is inspiring me. And I have, uh, since the last time we've talked, I've, I've tried to uh, eat more mindfully at my desk, which was one thing that you uh, suggested. And I'm, uh, I'm not always successful at it, but I'm definitely trying and I appreciate that. Yeah, we are all in this together. So thank you so much for being in our group and for sharing your journey. And uh, we look forward to more inspiring yeah, we will uh, we will check in with you in two more weeks. Uh, before we go, is there anything else you wanted to uh, talk about? Um, just one last thing. I just wanted to say thank you so much to everyone. After we spoke the last time, the first episode released, and the feedback on the accountability group and the We Only Look Thin page and Half Size Me, everyone was really super supportive. So I had a little bit of a vulnerability hangover that next day. And the feedback, though, was all people saying, we've been there, we understand, all super positive, And I really, really appreciate all of that. Oh, well, that's, oh, that's fantastic. Now, I love hearing that. We're, we, it really is just a, a circle of people just trying to support each other. And there, there is no end to this. So you're inspiring us. We are definitely inspiring you. Definitely. And, <laughs> and, and to, to, to everyone out there, uh, just... Keep on going, share your experiences, uh, and trust good people with your uh, your struggles and your successes. So uh, people like us. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, all right. Well, uh, thank you so much, Kate. And we will talk to you soon. And uh, Are we going to do the fake hang up thing we're again? Gonna, we're going to fake hang up. All okay. right. Thank bye. Goodbye. Hang up. Click, hang, click, hang it up. Click, click, click. Click. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.